it's hard for you to plan your life and think that your life is under control when the only variables that you can really control are, are your attitude. So. Welcome to Lemon Life, a conversation between friends. My name is Danielle. And my name's Ivy. Welcome back to this week's episode of Lemon Life. So you guys know us as a channel, very lighthearted. We talk about a lot of fun topics. And today we want to switch it up a little bit and discuss something a little more serious. So we brought on a friend of ours who we've actually known for four years. Okay, so he was in our program in Marinopolis and now he's with us at Dieselton. His name's Will, okay, Will Rossi, and he himself has actually started a platform called Sprout as well, where he kind of teaches people the right mindset, how to deal with failure, experience, and just becoming very introspective and understanding of yourself. So without further ado, I'm going to let Will introduce himself, and he's going to tell us more about his new platform. Hey, guys. How's it going? Hello. How are you, Will? Good, good. It's been a while. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's been a while since we've spoken to you, but um, so recently you've started this really amazing platform called Sprout. Would you like to maybe um, talk a bit more about it, just so that our viewers know um, what Sprout is all about? Yeah, sure. So Sprout is pretty much a mental wellness platform and like community that I'm trying to start. And it's all about empowering young adults to be able to think for themselves and learn how to grow their mindsets so that they can live basically to make it as simple as possible the most meaningful life in their own opinion. I think that's a really great platform especially um, for college students or students that are in like really Mm -hmm. competitive programs mainly because we're kind of just I feel like we're kind of bred to just um, you know, mm-hmm. find a goal, achieve that goal, make money, and that's the life you need to live and kind of disregard any aspect of like mental health and how how like things don't go as linear as you think. So I think that's a really, really great platform. And would you like to plug in like where we can find you on Instagram or YouTube or your podcast? Yes. Yeah, so you can find me on Instagram. The, I, the, the, the name is at Sprout with a underscore at the end. You can find my podcast, which is called The Success Mindset. And you can find me on YouTube as well, which is uh, Sprout X Will Rossi. Those are the three awesome. big ones. We're yeah. going to write everything down as well for you guys. Yeah. So do not worry. So obviously, thank you so much for being here with us today. And of we are kind of the reason we wanted to obviously bring Will on was for two very important reasons. The first one being we think his platform is really amazing and just really deserves to be seen and discussed. And the second reason is mainly because COVID-19 has been persisting for, you know, I think way longer than we all expected and hoped and internships have been canceled. Um, well, everything fun has been put to a halt, including personal goals as well. So we wanted to kind of discuss what to do when you're stuck in a rut. I know a lot of people have probably lost some motivation along the way. I know I definitely felt that way at the beginning of all this. So we just think it would be a really good idea to kind of delve a little bit into this with everything going on. I think that it's important to think that you're not alone in these situations and to not feel down on yourself and not feel bad about what's happening because at the end of the day, we all all are suffering, right? Yeah, 100%. I think that's a really great way to think about it. It's not just 
yourself when, when things aren't going the way you planned, like you're not the only one that's dealing with that issue. But speaking on that topic, just as Ivy mentioned, you know, this whole pandemic has definitely impacted you know, life expectations that we've had, right? So some mm-hmm. of us probably expected to get an internship this summer or get a job or, you know, travel. Like I know for us, we were on exchange and that got cut like super short and we weren't able to live that full experience. Um, so mm-hmm. Will, what are some of the life expectations that, you know, you have like for yourself and where do you think they come from? Yeah, so I was on exchange as well. So I, I totally understand um, yeah, I was expecting to travel as well the entire summer. But mm-hmm. w- one thing I've realized that is so it's so hard to understand at first. But as you kind of go through experiences in life and put yourself out there, y- you become more aware is that everyone thinks yeah. that li- life is a linear process that mm-hmm. you can pretty much decide what happens next by sufficient planning and and all the other things like that, you know, like making sure that you do everything in your power to have X thing like an internship happen or whatnot. Yeah. And it's really not at all linear Mm -hmm. whatsoever. So for people dealing with life expectations, I mean, it's pretty hard to say, like, but I, I would say throw them out the window for the most part, because life doesn't go as planned because there's a lot of things that we aren't we don't know that we don't know that's something that Mm -hmm. i've learned you know whatever you think you know in life the reality is there's a lot more that you have absolutely no idea about and it's hard for you to plan your life and think that your life is under control when the only variables that you can really control are, are your attitude so yeah and i really liked i just wanted to touch upon what you had said earlier about how life isn't you know linear and it doesn't exactly Mm -hmm. go as planned was that a sort of mindset that you always had in life or it's just something that you've come to term recently? Because I know in my case, I don't know if we mentioned this, but we're all in the same business program at McGill. And I think we can agree that it's a very competitive program where, you know, you're expected, you know, by your second year or even your first summer to get an internship and then graduate on time and get secured with like a big four job. And that's like a really, (laughs) that's a really linear process, right? And like, as a business student, or even just as a person in general, like, how do you kind of just defer from that mindset, if that makes sense? Yeah, no, it makes perfect sense. So I totally agree. I think that we all have, we are all trained by society to have this, uh, these, these set in stone obstacles. Like it's, you go to college at 18, graduate at 22, get a job, work a bit, um, go get an MBA maybe, get serious, get married, yeah. work 30 years, get re- like retire and then have fun, right? Exactly. That's the, that's the type of mentality that's been pushed on us. Um, and to be honest, I was never like the way I am now. I was, when I got to McGill, I was super, I had worked in a bank before, the summer before. And I really didn't enjoy it at all. Not not that the people were mean or anything, but I just, I, it wasn't the, the type of thing. atmosphere. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so I had told myself the last day working at the bank, I'm never going to do this again for this long a period of time. If I was to work okay. in a bank, it would be mm-hmm. for shorter. Mm-hmm. And I, I got to McGill and you go and, and surround yourself with people who, in quotation marks, are, are the coolest and the coolest mm-hmm. are the people who are working at, like what you said, the big four or investment banking jobs and consulting yeah. jobs. And you start to believe naturally as someone who doesn't know what they want, you start to believe that, okay, well, maybe that's that's for me as well. Yeah. 
And so I went through the whole course of that over the year. I got involved in extracurriculars. I pushed pushed myself, even though I knew I never really wanted it, but I pushed myself to work in a bank the next year. Um, I got that job. I walked in the first day. I sat down and I said, like, wow, I I just made a huge mistake. All of (laughs) all of this past year was for something that I knew I didn't want. And when I got there, I was like, I I just completely did this for for terrible reasons. Uh I didn't want to quit. I wanted to stick it out. So I stuck it out, but all the while, like throughout the summer, I was thinking, this is, this is not for me. I, I got to get out of this life. I have to stop living like everybody in business school is being trained to live and have to start appreciating life. And so what I realized is the day I, the day I finished working at the bank, I went to Europe and I did a backpacking trip, which I, I've never done in my life for oh, five okay. weeks. Yeah, it was a very, like, very switch. I skipped the first 10 days of school, and, like, I'd never done that either. Mm-hmm. So I, d- I made a whole bunch of changes in my life to see what was a better type of lifestyle, like living the way you want to live or living the way that society is training us to live. And mm-hmm. turns out that it's the way that you want to live always. Wow, that's honestly really um, inspirational <laughs> yeah. in the sense that, like, I think – not a lot of people, you know, come out to say that I don't enjoy what I'm doing and I want to change that because I feel like, especially in business, it's so hard to kind of stray away from that path when everyone is just like on that path, right? Um, I just had a follow-up question to that. Do you think that if you hadn't gone through, you know, that whole process of getting that internship that summer, going through all those extracurriculars, you wouldn't have been able to realize that that wasn't the life that you wanted. Like you had to go through that process to figure this out. Yes and no. I think, I think that that was the, the simple way to answer, but I think that the only reason why I got through the summer having understood that what I was doing was wrong is because I was I trained myself to be self-aware and I, I've trained okay. my mind for the last eight like two years of my life to actually be able to critically think about what I'm doing and, and to be super, super busy but still be able to sit and stay calm and think, okay, where where are you at now and is this the right direction? Um, and I think mm-hmm. that a lot of people are not able to do that. And that is pretty much why if you take any normal human be like not normal, but if you take anybody who lacks a proper mindset, which is a lot of us, yeah, they won't be able to be self-aware enough to reflect, okay, is this really what I want or, or do I just want the money and do I want the clout and do I want to work here next summer so my friends think I'm cool? I don't think you have to go through all of the extracurriculars and to actually get a job to understand. It's more mm-hmm. like you have to be self-aware enough to think, is this really what I want to do in life? And and even though everybody else is doing it and might be making X amount of money, like, am I? Are they happy? And uh, would I be happy? And is it meaningful? And would I have fun? And th- those are questions that a lot of people don't ask. Yeah, I think that's so important. What you kind of just touched upon, um, because especially when it comes to business, right? Like Dan had mentioned, you come in and so many people are like either in finance or accounting and then I think the next one would probably be marketing and then it kind of goes down the scale like that mm-hmm. and all I'm gonna be honest all those who are in finance tend to think 
a certain way about themselves um, and they tend to see themselves in a certain way. Right. I'm not going to, you know, but it, there is that kind of feeling. And especially um, at McGill, we kind of do have a, I don't want to say hierarchy, but it's, we have some certain things that have to do with the honors programs. Like we have an honors uh, investment program. We have a consulting program as well. It's not program. It's an extracurricular, I guess is a better way to say it, but it's, it's, it's very impressive. So I just also want to kind of mention that you depending on what you want to do, don't feel like you have to match up to every single one of your friends, right? Like what you were saying, just because they're doing something that a lot of people think is really good, it doesn't mean it's for you. So for everybody, you know, coming in to school um, next year, you're going to be comparing yourselves with other people. And it's so hard to remember to not do that, even though it'll be really difficult because you don't want to be stuck in a program that you're not comfortable in with, you know, and you're only in because a majority of your friends are also doing it. So I really liked what you had said about that. Yeah, thanks. And you, you made a really good point as well about comparing yourself to someone else. And to touch further on that, oh, I'll touch on two things. I'll touch on the comparison and I'll touch on the, the finance students who have this certain <laughs> mentality about themselves. <laughs> um, it's really hard to, like... For me, when I got involved with the bank, even though I said I didn't want to, and when I did all extracurriculars, even though I believed, you know, this was not firmly for me, it's really hard to sit and be able to do something different than other people if you don't know enough about yourself and about what you want. And I think a lot of people don't stop and think about where can, what type of person do I want to be and how can I be the best version of myself they just think if other people think I'm gonna I'm okay, and if other people think that I'm good and cool and worthy, then I'm good. So we're running around, especially in business school, we're running around this this scale of comparison. We're trying to measure up to our peers to see how good we are. But the reality, like what what I find makes a true man or a true woman, is can they think for themselves and can they do what they really want to do, even though people will judge them, even though people will frown on it and complain and talk shit behind their back? Those are the important questions that you have to ask yourself. Do you want a meaningful life or do you want a mundane life where you're just sitting there trying to be better than other people? Wow. <laughs> that was so mm. inspirational. I'll make it deep. <laughs> I mean, I'll make it deep. <laughs> So I like how you mentioned, you know, we're kind of just comparing ourselves to others and it's always like what other people think of us that kind of affect our actions. Do you think that has something to do with, you know, our fear of failure? Because I definitely in in like personally, I do have a fear of failure. And mm -hmm. yes, it comes from like a personal point of view, but I'm also very scared of how other people might, you know, see me. They might see me as like really incompetent or really, you know, I'm like... I'm not up to the task or um, just like all those fears kind of come externally. So do you think that kind of touches a bit upon like people's fear of failure? Yeah, I think that's a, it's actually a good example. So you said all the fears come externally. Mm -hmm. And that's that's really it's very interesting that you say that, but that you also say that you're scared of failing because it's not like it's never been you scared of actually doing something right it's been the product of hearing it from your friends or being seen by the public of 
as some sort of, I guess, failure or loser. Mm -hmm. But it's yeah. not you, right? You're not personally scared of doing something. You're just scared of the outcome. And I think mm. that a lot of people are a lot of people aren't thinking about that, right? Like it's not really you. It's you're scared about the external factors and thinking about, you know, things that you shouldn't be thinking about, which is comparing yourself to others and and thinking that other people are better or worse than you. For me, I I'm I also used to be really scared of failing. And then I realize it's a, it's all a mindset, right? It's all a mentality. Yeah. If you believe that you're failing and and quitting, then that's that's you, right? Like that's a loser's mentality that you choose to have. But if you have a winner's mentality, which means that you either succeed or you learn, then failing is really just learning. And then the next time you try, you'll succeed. And if you don't, you keep going and keep going till you get there. And people who compare themselves to others, that's it's a terrible habit that like my, my dad, I'm gonna bring up a, a a quote that my dad tells me I told him what is the what is the one thing you remember from your great-grandmother because he was close with his great-grandmother what is the one quote if you could take one quote away from all your conversations in life with her what would it be and she go and he said that she said small minds spend time thinking about others and it really yeah it really really stuck with me is it's and this is obviously this woman was born in like the late 1800s or, or mid 1800s. Mm. So we're thinking this is a lifelong lesson that people have. It has transcended yeah. through generations. And mm. so that's what you have to think about when failing. Right. It's if you're spending time thinking about what other people think, then you shouldn't even be trying to succeed in the first place. You should be think first fix yourself, fix the way you think, fix the way mm. you believe. And then if any, anybody has anything to say, like forget it. It's not, it doesn't matter. And I think that's really great advice. And I would like to just kind of emphasize what you said on, it's a learning process. Like you should see yeah. failure as a learning process. So don't go around, you know, just doing absolute horrible and everything and failing at everything and thinking that's okay. If you don't mm -hmm. take away, you know, the learning process behind it, because I think there's a difference between like, actually genuinely like trying to learn from your mistakes than just making a shit ton of mistakes just because you feel like you can and like no one like mm -hmm. because you don't give a shit right so i think mm -hmm. um i really liked how you really emphasize the whole mindset aspect of failing because i think that's really really important to to kind of take away from here and um you know if you see let's say your friend or somebody that you know who's close to you trying to you know work on themselves in this aspect be there for them as well and encourage them right we're saying not to kind of base your own uh, expectations and goals on other people but we're not saying that you have to do it alone you have support and if you can get that support it's positive and it'll help you as well. So if there's anybody out there, for whatever reason, putting down another person because they didn't succeed at something, shame on you, first of all. And just, <laughs> you know, don't do that and try to help them out because it's a learning curve. And one day you might fail and you're going to need that support. And let's just, you know, kind of build each other up. Totally agree with that. I don't see why people are comparing themselves to one another and competing with each other. And then we can go back obviously to business school because it's that type of cutthroat environment. But to, to your point, Ivy, what you said is, yeah, why are, we, why are we being mean to each other and being down on one another and putting 
us ahead of someone or whatever. It's like everybody is living their own journey. I think people don't understand this. So I'm going to give a message to the audience. If you're listening to this, <laughs> you, your life, like everything that you want to do in life is unique to you. It's unique to your values, to your experiences, to your past, to your family, like all the variables, right? So why are you spending time comparing yourself and your ambitions to somebody else? They don't know 100% of your life. They don't, they're not living the same life as you. You have to think of your journey as a long, winding road, probably some cliffs, probably some bears, some rocks, you know, like some tough obstacles. But there's only one lane in that, on that road. And it's a nice coastal highway. It's beautiful. But you have to enjoy <laughs> the fact that whatever you're doing is unique to you. And you can't, and that's what I thought about when I, when I switched, I did a 180 from what I was saying before and, and living the life I am now is you're, you're really, you have friends, good, you have to have good friends, you have to have a good surrounding cast, but your life is unique to you, you know, so whatever you're trying to do and you have to be introspective, like Ivy was saying as well, you have to be thinking about what type of person you want to be and how and then help others do the same, right? Be empathetic. Don't be jealous. Just be empathetic. I think, uh, I don't know, I kind of wanted to ask you like for some advice, maybe that our listeners are mm -hmm. wanting to hear. Um, do you have advice for anyone who's kind of, you know, in a program that they're quote unquote stuck in because they feel like it's mm -hmm. too late to kind of, you know, change into another program or basically it's too late for them to go back, right? Um, so do you yeah. have any advice for these people who feel like they're not in the program that they want or they're not exactly on the path that they expected it to be? Mm -hmm. So one, it's never too late to put that one out there. If you really, really like with all your intent wanted to switch, then you would find a way to switch because nothing mm -hmm. is, is impossible. Yeah. But if you're, if you, if you see the value in what you're doing, but you know, it's not for you, you might as well stick it out, but you should be introspective and you should yeah. be thinking about what direction do I want to go in? And the way that you find that direction is by learning about yourself. So if I can give an actionable tip on, on how you can actually uh, learn about yourself would be to sit alone in a room with just a pen and a paper, no phone, no music, no nothing. And it, it it's called being in solitude and you just think what are you think about stuff okay what are my strengths what are my weaknesses what are my ambitions what do I love to do what do I not like doing like and you you kind of do what's tw where's where's my happiness coming from right so and usually you'll find the Pareto rule the 20 the 80 20 rule you'll find that there's only 20 percent of the things that you actually do that make you happy so when you do this solitude uh, activity this this learning activity you'll learn about yourself and then you'll be able to have a stronger ground on okay well where what direction do I want to be and now how do I only do things that I really want to do I really just want to emphasize um, that I think a lot of people are stressed about the time right you know we're expected to graduate in three years we're expected to you know just finish all of our courses within that time span and if we don't, we're kind of seen as, you know, a slacker or 
um, mm-hmm. someone that is lost in life and God forbid, those are things that you don't want to be viewed as, right? Um, mm-hmm. So I think it's important, as you mentioned, to really just think of it as it's not a race, you know? You have mm-hmm. so many years ahead of your life to kind of decide what you want to do with it. And it, like three years shouldn't be the time span it takes for you to decide that, you know what I mean? Like you really need to introspect what you like and what you dislike mm-hmm. because that can definitely impact the rest of your life. And as you mentioned, I really like the method where you kind of just sit in a room and take that time to really think about it because I feel mm-hmm. like a lot of people don't and haven't. Um, I know I haven't, but luckily I do enjoy what I'm doing. Um, <laughs> and um, hopefully for those that are still unsure of their career paths or of their program, I think this is a really great tip that Rossi just gave. So maybe after this episode, do do that in your room, um, take a pen, paper, and just kind of, uh, you know, list what you like, dislike your strengths and weaknesses. Ivy, did you have anything to add? Yeah, I was just thinking along uh, this entire podcast, kind of wondering, because, well, you mentioned a lot that, you know, you've been kind of almost like a 180 mindset from maybe a year ago versus you now. So do you want to just kind of tell us a little bit, maybe a few points that differed from your daily approach to life today versus what Mm -hmm. it was a year ago? Maybe you feel lighter with yourself. Maybe you're a little more stress-free. Like what has your change in mindset really helped you um, kind of become today? So I'll say like activity-wise, I was, if you take, if you took me probably exactly a year ago from today, I would be on track, in my opinion, in my humble opinion, I would be on track (laughs) to be the president of the investment club. Mm-hmm. Probably would have been pre- president of. Uh, that's not going to go well with some people, but probably. <laughs> <laughs> and I know what people you're talking about. Probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're listening, uh, I stand by this. But <laughs> president of the case competition club, like the MMICC. Right. Um, I ran a hockey league. I played in two other hockey leagues, so three in total, and. I was working in the bank, obviously. So I guess based on that track record, I was set to do the typical, like set to be the typical cool kid, you know, gets the job, going uh, into graduation, blah, 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 like all that. And then now I don't do any extracurriculars. I took out, I took out all of them. I just dropped it. Um, I don't, I still play hockey, but I don't run my own league. And of course, I'm doing Sprout now, so I'm working for myself rather than I'm trying to help other people rather than working in a bank. So it's a very big, drastic change. I'm very, very deep in that sense. Like I love knowing the meaning to everything I'm doing and like extracting like how much purpose I can get out of situations. Mm-hmm. So was I like that in the bank? No. Was I like that in the uh, investment club? No, I wasn't. So I knew, okay, this isn't for me this type of life is not for me and then the then the next the next part was well now that i've realized this how do i go from realizing it to actually doing something because i now i have to deal with uh comparing myself to other people and i have to deal with all the comments which i ended up still getting uh, coming back in the fall which is like well where are you working next year and like Mm-hmm. Oh, you're not you're not work like oh you're not working oh you said no to the return offer like oh you're doing your own thing oh you're just traveling next summer which is ironic obviously mm-hmm. not traveling but 
<laughs> but uh, all, all, the, all those comments where people were like absolutely blown away by the fact that I was doing something outside the box, outside the societal conventional norms. So I had to deal with that, right? So it's, it just comes, it's like there's no magic trick. There's, it's just a lot of time that you have to spend with yourself and you have to learn to be alone. I was, uh, I guess, a blessing in disguise. Like I was, it was like a low point in my life, but I was alone. I didn't have like a, a best friend or like a, like a go-to companion to talk. So I had to build all of these opinions and these ways of like finding direction by myself. And I think that's why I ended up being able to be able yeah. to be that, I guess, this reflective this early. So it's a blessing in disguise. But for people who are really looking to get to that point or just to break away from this, the normal point and to improve a little bit, you really have to spend time alone by yourself. And, and like Dan, you were saying that too. You, you got to talk. You got to ask yourself the hard questions, which yeah. is, you know, what do I want? Are these people making me happy? Am I happy? And. Uh, no one's going to answer them for you in life. Like you can go your entire life and never answer those questions because you just put them off. So it depends what type of life you want to have. You got to, you got to pick. That is honestly, I think so, so brave and important message that everybody really needs to hear because I definitely know people who, uh, you know, like you as well back then or still, doing this finance uh, case comp, MIC, and, you know, all, because McGill, we have so many clubs, right? But that's almost a good thing because go out there and experiment. Don't just decide on one club and be like, you know what, that's it. That's what I want to do when you don't, like when you don't actually think about it. You think that's what you want, but there's so much more to discover. And even what you did was just letting it completely go because you realized that wasn't what made you happy and going out there and starting your own platform. Like people just need to realize that it's scary moving away from something you were working on, but it doesn't necessarily mean that it's the wrong thing to do. So I just think that was really important, what you just said, basically. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And let me just add something also, because I feel like when I talk about these things, I always come off as like anti anti school and anti like clubs and anti, you know, <laughs> it's like I can easily come off like that with the way I, I, I'm saying stuff. So to people listening, I'm not saying don't join a club or like don't go work in a bank or don't go work uh whatever. But the point that I'm saying is if you're going to join a club, don't do it to fill your CV. Don't do it to look cool. Don't do it to compare yourself to other people because your friends are doing that type of stuff. It's That's not the right reason why you do anything in life. Like you you pick what you love and you do things around that. You know, you find a direction. Okay, for example, I like sports. What do I do? I'm not going to join the investment club. It has nothing to do with it. I'll join a sports club or I'll do this or I'll do that. You have to think about what you're actually interested in and do things because you want to do them. So I didn't want to work in a bank. I did it because other people were doing it and I thought that was the right thing to do. I didn't want to join these clubs. I did it because other people were doing them. I thought it was cool to do. So they were the wrong reasons, which is why I'm talking about them in this way. But you have to understand if you actually want to do them. That's the important thing. Okay, so that just about wraps it up for this episode today. Um, I think just a quick summary of what we've been saying. Basically, um, Rossi brought really good points of, you know, it's really important to just be self-aware of what you what you like, what you dislike, and 
to kind of just bring all that introspection and kind of apply that to your whole life in terms of school, careers, anything of that sort. And I just want to thank Rossi for being here today. I think you definitely helped, you know, both Ivy and I and hopefully our listeners to kind of just um, adopt this new mindset because I think it's super, <laughs> super important. So thank you mm-hmm. so much for agreeing to guest on our podcast. Of course. My pleasure. I'm, not, <laughs> um, I'm so wanna, happy you guys asked. <laughs> um, do you want to um, plug in your socials one last time so people can know where to find you? Yeah, you can uh, run the table, Instagram, YouTube uh the podcast it's called the success mindset youtube is sprout x will rossi instagram is at sprout with an underscore yeah those would be the three main ones great thank you and we'll have all of that linked in the description as well ivy do you have anything to add uh no i just thank you again and just i thought it was funny i want to end it this way is that i call him will and you call him rossi so if anyone's confused like it's (laughs) it's fine (laughs) it's really okay it's just we call him by a different name but thank you so much will for coming on again and remember to stay true to yourself and your own interests and do what you want okay guys so stay happy stay zesty we'll talk to you guys next week